Hey there, Sharon Hornell from here. Yesterday we started talking about the idiom and expression, kick the habit. Now today we are going to talk about how to kick the habit. I'm going to share 16 tips, 16 ways to do it, and the three R's so you don't have to run around like a chicken with your head cut off, having bad habits that aren't serving you as you're trying to grow and build and supersize your business. I have this chicken with its head cut off, one of my favorite things. It's a reminder to not run around like a chicken with my head cut off because I may have had the habit of doing that in the past. So kick the habit. We talked yesterday about it being one of those idioms that doesn't have a clearly defined origin. It could come from habits because humans since the beginning of time have had habits, good and bad, that they've wanted to create good habits and bad habits that we've wanted to let go of. Um, as humans, I think all of us have certain habits, certain ways of doing things, certain routines and rituals that started out as something we just did or tried that then turned into a habit. It, it went from being something that we just tried to being almost a reflex where we automatically do it. Think of smoking or think of um, once you start drinking alcohol. Some people it just becomes a habit for and they, you know, they have to have a six pack every night or they have to have a, a couple of cocktails every night or a couple of wines every night or a couple of wines at some frequency. But how do we make sure that we're managing our habits and our habits and our routines and our rituals and our processes and our systems and all the things that we create for ourselves and we want to create for ourselves are moving us in the direction we want to go, the creating the life that we want. Because once our habits own us, if they're habits that are bad, like some of the ones we talked about yesterday, I think we talked about 20 or so yesterday, possible bad, bad habits, and how they can keep us small or stunt our growth, especially with respect to our businesses. And we want to not just leave it at, okay, well, yeah, I have, you know, number three, number eight, and number 17. What am I going to do about it? So today, let's talk about how do you do that? How do you get rid of habits? What are 16 tips for doing that? Number one, know what your triggers are. What things cause you to behave in a certain way? So we want to identify our triggers. Um, what is the behavior, you know, what's the behavior that you want to change? Maybe it's uh, thinking you have to do everything yourself. Anybody guilty of that ever? Um, or not being able to ask for help. Those are both bad habits, right? Thinking you have to do everything yourself, especially when you're trying to grow your business or not asking for help. Well, what causes you or triggers you to go into that mode where you're just running, running, running and like a chicken with your head cut off and trying to do everything yourself? For me, it was when I got super busy at work and didn't feel like I had time to delegate out the pieces of the work that I didn't actually have to be doing. That would trigger me. Or if uh, uh, certain individuals were putting pressure on me to do certain things, that would trigger me. So sometimes it's people, sometimes it's places, sometimes it's things, sometimes it's situations that we don't even realize trigger us and set us off in a direction that we don't want to go. <coughs> so our first tip for how to deal with our bad habits because you know we want to create good habits not worry about the good ones we want to be able to make those and some of these tips you can actually turn around to create the habits that you want for example if you want to create a morning routine and habits for your morning routine you can identify the triggers you wake up like for me it's my phone alarm goes off I wake up I brush my teeth immediately that is my habit that helps me wake up and my alarm clock triggers me and the desire to brush my teeth because I know that that's the thing that works for me to trigger me to wake up and be energized and 
alive, awake, alert, enthusiastic. Remember that from, well, if you're not a girl, probably not, but I remember that from Girl Scouts. It's a song. So number two, what's our second tip for how to kick the habit or bad habit, especially, is focusing on why you want to change. Why do you want to change that habit? If you are sleeping in and hitting snooze on your alarm 20 times every morning and you're finding that, you, why do you want to change a habit? Well, maybe you're getting in trouble at work or with your kids are late for school or whatever, but what are the reasons why you want to change that habit? One of the, uh, my favorite tools is the seven whys exercise where you ask yourself a series of seven whys deep and you just keep asking yourself why. Like remember when a two or three year old learned to talk and ask the question why and wanted to know how and why everything in the world worked? Be that, that three year old child to yourself and ask yourself why. What is the reason I want to change? Uh, number three, enlist the help of a friend or get support. Um, a friend's support. I personally have never done that. And I, I think it's it's an interesting confession, but I've never done that. But a lot of people do better in getting rid of a bad habit. Think, you know, there's a lot of organizations. There's an organization to quit almost any addiction because people um, do better when they're around people that are struggling with the same problem. And it can go either way. Some people actually do worse in that environment. Other people do better because we're all different. Number four, practice mindfulness. Now, I don't know if you noticed or not, but I certainly noticed yesterday when I was talking about the 20 bad habits, a lot of those are things that we create in our mind. They're ideas, they're beliefs, they're things that we do to ourselves. They have nothing to do with our environment or our situation. They have to do with the way we think about our environment or our situation or our beliefs or the beliefs we picked up along the way. So practicing mindfulness will definitely help us to kick the habit, kick a bad habit. Number five, replace a habit with a different one. If I am going to <coughs> quit eating sugar and I want to, to reduce the amount of sugar that I'm consuming, I can't not eat anything else. I have to replace that eliminated sugar type products with something else. So what am I going to substitute for those sugary products that I'm used to eating? Maybe it's peanut butter, which has sugar in it, so that doesn't work. But we want to pick a substitute. We don't want to just cut ourselves off and then not have any other way to deal with that uh, behavior. Sometimes uh, I know my son-in-law was quitting smoking and instead of just being able to quit cold turkey, he got these little nicotine packets or something that he'd put in his mouth that helped him to quit smoking And when they had their little girl. And so now he, he used that as his transition and he doesn't smoke anymore. But unless you replace the old habit with something new, there's a vacuum created in our lives and we go ahead and we fill it with maybe even a worse habit. Number, oh, I like this one. Number six, leave yourself reminders. Now, we know I'm an avid believer in post-it notes. Oops, wrong drawer. I have a whole drawer full of post-it notes right by me of all different shapes and sizes and colors and prints and flags. And so when I'm trying to create a new habit, I am one of those people that might have post-it notes on my bathroom mirror or by my computer or by my phone or just around my work area to remind me to do the things I want to do and not do the things I don't want to do. I used to put uh, a little, and now I have little smiley guys by me, they're my reminders, but I would put a, a post-it note with a little smiley face on it on my phone or by my phone or right in front of my face every week whenever I was doing my sales calls for my Italian food manufacturing business, when I was the one doing the sales calls, it was to remind me to smile because when you smile, 
it comes through in your voice. Even if you don't know it, it absolutely positively does. If you're on the phone and you're groaning and you're all down, and it, it comes through in the tone of voice and things. So leave yourself reminders, post-it notes, if you're trying to lose weight and, and you know, you put them on the refrigerator door, eat a salad or salads are delicious or something instead of going in there and grabbing, you know, I don't even know what we keep in ice cream, right? It's on the freezer, you know, put a big arrow towards salad on the freezer. So you choose salad instead of ice cream because that is an example of substitution and reminders. Number seven, prepare for slip ups. Guess what? We're all human. Sometimes we're, I'm going to eat those caramels. Sometimes I'm going to have that super delicious dessert and I'm not going to feel guilty about it. So plan for slip ups. And number eight goes right along with this. Let go of the all or nothing mindset. So often, and this happens I think with everybody's New Year's resolutions, we'll slip up or we'll set a goal or an objective for ourselves. Either, you know, New Year's resolutions to me are always set positively. But maybe we have a habit and we decide we're going to stop drinking during the week and we're only going to have a cocktail on Friday or Saturday nights because we work during the week, whatever. And we slip up and we go out with our friends on a Wednesday or a Thursday night. And it's, or Tuesday, let's say a Tuesday night. And instead of just saying, oh, that's, you know, a, a, a slip up or a special occasion or whatever and letting it go, we beat ourselves up. And so then all of a sudden now we're going out with friends on Wednesday night and Thursday night and Friday night and Saturday night and Sunday night because we have this all or nothing belief that, well, if I make a mistake one time, it's all over. I might as well not even try. Number nine, don't ignore progress. We, when we're making progress, if we're moving toward our goal, we need to make sure that we recognize that. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for progress and momentum. We're not looking for perfection, especially when we're first starting out. We're just looking to get the ball rolling. We always need our smiley balls rolling and moving in the right direction. Number seven, or number seven, number 10, start out small. Start out with little things. Instead of, uh, I'm personally a cold turkey habit former or habit breaker. When I want to stop doing something or start doing something, either way, I'm kind of, I kind of am an all or nothing, but I'm a, am I'm, I'm an all in or I'm an, a no. And so when I decide I'm going to do something, I go to cold turkey. I went cold turkey when I wanted to give up diet soda and coffee. Now it was 10 years ago now, and obviously I've reintroduced coffee because it turns out coffee is actually good for my blood type. Diet soda, on the other hand, I've never gone back to. And I haven't had a soda or a pop or a drink of any carbonated beverage like that for, well, I guess August 1st, it will be 11 years. So that has helped me in a lot of ways with respect to my health. But I went cold turkey, and I got to tell you, it was about seven years until I stopped craving a diet pop every single day. I wanted one every single day because that's how addicted my brain and my physiology was to diet pop. Mostly it was my mind was addicted to it. Uh, but we, but for most people, we want to start small. Instead of going cold turkey, limit the number of diet pops you would have a day or limit the number of cigarettes or limit the number, you know, and, and work your way backwards. Start out small. Okay, I'm smoking two packs a day. I'm going to smoke, um, you know, just under two packs a day and just subtract the number of cigarettes every day until you get to the goal and you finally can quit smoking. So that would be an example of that. Um, instead of going cold turkey, like I'll, I'll give up sugar and I'll do, I'll challenge myself and I'll do like a 10 to 30 day challenge not to consume any sugar or sugar products, which means no sea salt caramels for me, which is a, a real challenge. Uh, so start small, 
for the most part, again, some of us have personalities that require us to it's draw the line in the sand and not start small and just cut ourselves off. I've had to do that with, um, with sugar and things that weren't good for me, foods and things that weren't good for me. Uh, and then also I did it in the opposite direction to form a good habit. I set a goal, a big audacious goal to exercise every day for a year in uh, 2021 following my sudden cardiac arrest in 2020. And I said, I, and I told my family, I made the mistake of telling my family, you know how they say unless friends support, number three, well, that doesn't always work. It depends on if you have supportive friends and family or not. And they, my family basically said, you're crazy. You're never going to be able to exercise every day for a year. And that's an example of I, I love it when people tell me I can't do something because then it's done. So, of course, it's been about going on 10 years. And I did have some health challenges in between, so I missed some time. But for the most part, every single day, um, I'm out doing something. Uh, start tomorrow. Number 11, change your environment change your space change where you are physically literally go somewhere different go for a walk uh, because that will help you to kick the habit if you get in a different environment than the environment that you used to doing the habit in that will in in and of itself help you to kick that habit because you're in a changed situation and that always helps number 12 visualize visualize your life as you want it to be without that particular habit Visualization is one of the most powerful tools we can ever have in our personal toolbox. And guess what? We all do it anyway. But instead of visualizing something different for ourselves in the way we want to be, we just keep visualizing ourselves and seeing ourselves in our mind's eye over and over again just as we are. Number 13, practice self-care. If you're taking care of yourself, you're not going to tolerate very many bad habits for yourself. You're just like, no, that's not me. And we create our identity around um, how much we take care of ourselves. Number 14, reward yourself. Uh, we have to remember that when we create and achieve a goal or achieve anything or certain milestones along the way of changing a habit, we want to reward ourselves so that we know that we are acknowledging that we're making progress. Number 15, be patient. Don't expect yourself to be perfect. You're going to have slip-ups. You're going to make mistakes. So forgive yourself and, and just start again the next day. Start again the next minute. If you, if you slip up, you know, if I eat five caramels in a day, instead of beating myself up, I'm just going to not eat five caramels the next day, or I'm not going to uh, do certain things the next day. But if we beat ourselves up, we just go into that downward spiral where then we we just decide that that's the way we are and we can't change this habit, which is absolutely a lie we like to tell ourselves. And number 16, get support. Some habits, some things, we are not we're not able to do on our own. If you have a a drug habit or an alcoholic addiction or any other addiction it could be gambling it could be uh, <coughs> promiscuity I'll call it that it could be whatever um, it could be something that's bad for you a lot of times we need to go get professional help to deal with that and take care of that we can't do it on our own and I don't believe that there's any such thing as can't but sometimes we need that changed environment that outside expert resource to boost our confidence and, and help us to know that we absolutely positively can create anything we want and change anything we want in our lives. So what are the three R's? The three R's basically summarize all 16 of these things in three words. They are reminder, routine, and reward. And we talked about those in the list of tips, but reminders are really a powerful way to just positively trigger ourselves to behave in the ways that we want to instead of the ways that we don't want to. 
uh, routines, habits. If we replace our old bad habit with a positive habit, that's a routine. It will automatically help us to break that habit. And rewards, it's important to acknowledge our success and when we're moving toward the things that we want in life, toward our goals and objectives. Uh, all of those things will help us to kick the habit, kick the bad habits, and create good habits. Uh, I thought the most interesting thing I discovered when I was researching this whole topic of habits and kicking the habit was that there, as far as scientific data on how long it takes to form or to kick a bad habit, one study in 2012 said 10 weeks. It takes most people 10 weeks or more to kick a habit. And in 2009, there was a study done that anywhere from 18 to 254 days. It's part of why I do 365-day challenges, why I do annual challenges. Every year I do a challenge of something for myself, and I, and I actually share it on my Sharon Horn Nelson page. I used to do it on my Pajama Grandma page, but I do it on my page with my same name because it reminds me to work on something and create a, a focus of something I want in my life. And it usually takes a year for me to actually change my mindset, change my thinking. Does it have to? No. But I like to do it little bitty pieces at a time to make sure that it sticks. For example, I, in 2018, my annual challenge was to do one thing every day that scares me to stretch my comfort zone. Once I stretched my comfort zone, it never went back to where it was before. It didn't shrink back because I built it up one day at a time for for actually over a year and then the next year I did do one thing every day do one something about love I can't remember and so then I stretched my love muscle my love habit and then last year we did one fun thing every day my granddaughter and I through COVID which was awesome helped us get through that and this year we're doing one thing every day that centers us uh, I'm doing one thing every day that centers me and it's a little thing every day but I know that by the end of 2021, no matter what's going on in this crazy world around us, I am going to be better and more centered and more of who I want to be. And that's all moving me toward my, my overall goals and objectives, not only for my businesses, but for my life as well. So that's our topic for today. Kick the habit. Love to know and have you share in the comments below any tips or tricks or strategies that you have used to kick a habit in the past or better yet to create the habits that you want to supersize and grow your business what has worked really really well for you I have so many things that work for me and that I've created and put into my life as routines uh, that are reminders and triggers and positive ways to grow my business so I know that it's happening automatically whether I am consciously thinking about it or not and I've actually pushed some things down into my subconscious those are the positive habits that I want to guarantee I'm moving toward the results that I want instead of stunting my growth by having bad habits. Great topic. I love this topic. Love to have a discussion about it. Share in the comments below your thoughts. And I will be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you use it in your business and your life right now? Have an awesome day.